Cindy Kangas on Basis of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. And I'm here with my co-host, Joy. <laughs> How are you? Good. Good, Cindy. Glad to be I'm, here. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I am so excited about today's segments because we're going to chat about something really near and dear to my heart, and that's women in manufacturing. It's growing, and I feel like we need to be sure that we're continuing to empower women and share that manufacturing is a viable job choice for them. And I guess we'll start maybe with the HR aspect. I know you do HR, you know, as your job. And I'm wondering how one, you're attracting female talent and what you're seeing in terms of applicants, how many females are coming through the door to apply for those jobs. Yeah, it's very challenging, I think, depending on the role to get women to apply for some of these jobs. So here at Granger Waste, With drivers, we only have, I believe, one, maybe two. And then we have a mechanic we hired recently that was female. A lion's share of the jobs are office positions like customer service reps and stuff that are female applicants. But we do see them. We try to be very honest about the work. And I think it's, you know, hard to recruit, but we're always super excited to see that. So like I said, it's really labor intensive position. There's a lot of labor. And sometimes that scares, you know people off, even, I mean, men and women, both. It's all outdoor work, you know, so that's, and the elements and stuff, if that's not their thing, you know, but some people love it. Some people love it. So I definitely think like promoting and talking about the females in our organization helps and making the environment inclusive is also really important. So making sure that companies are doing that especially when it comes to the manufacturing. I actually used to work in production. In fact, I started at Canalco, an electrical controls company years ago as a purchasing agent in this male-dominated world. And so, and I then ended up in quality and implementing quality software programs. So I was on the manufacturing line quite a bit, talking to people, talking about their roles, trying to help them with managing their quality, implementing ISO standards and things like that. So it was in the plants a lot. And I think it's changed a lot over the years. So I'm hoping to hear about that more today. So I'm a firm believer that you can't be what you can't see. I say that a lot. And I feel like the next generation in the talent pipeline, they aren't always being presented with manufacturing as a career choice. And so have you noticed an uptick of companies that are reaching out to local schools, ISD programs, RISA programs? How important do you think that is to teach that next generation? Absolutely. I think you should start even younger. Fifth, sixth graders need to be hearing about our manufacturing opportunities, our skilled trade opportunities, and these companies that can be the employer of choice in this area. And I just think it's really important for employers to get into that conversation and then into the ISDs as well. Build those relationships, get in there talking. There's plenty of opportunity to talk, especially you, you know, provide that through the Capital Area Manufacturing Council, like for us to be able as employers to get in front of those kids and talk about it so that they can go home and talk to their parents. But yeah, I think that's been a real need. I noticed more and more in the skilled trades in when I worked at the Boardwater and Light, lots more women coming in. They had a first stop program, which allowed for high schoolers to come in. And we made sure that was diverse as well. And I think that's things like we could do here at Granger. Other companies can adopt that. So you're getting the high school students, like you said, getting them into the positions to see the roles. 
and see what opportunities there are unless they kind of get a chance to experience how are they going to know and they might love it. Yeah. I also think it's important too that when there are women working in your factories or when you're considering Mm -hmm. hiring someone that people feel like they have a voice. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering, you know, in your experience, how have you made sure that the women that you hire, the people on your team have that voice and they can sit down and feel like my opinion or what I'm doing is just important as everyone else's? Yeah, I definitely think as female leaders that we need to provide those opportunities. I think a lot of it's education of supervisors and managers, getting that inclusive conversation, training, collaborative, you know, conversation with those individuals who are leading those people new in the industry and talking about that, providing opportunities for women to also get into the community with other women, you know, networking opportunities, if that's an option Mm -hmm. as well. But I think it's about educating the people, the supervisors and managers that are going to be leading those individuals and just young professionals, young manufacturing workers, you know, just having the opportunity for them to be able to talk through some stuff. Focus groups are a great opportunity when you want to talk about how to maybe engage, you know, doing engagement and allowing them to speak about what they're excited about. So. Oh, I love that, Joy. I love that. Today, we are going to chat with some lovely ladies from Kirchhoff Automotive. They are working in the Lansing factory, but they have several plants across the state of Michigan. This is Cindy Kangas and my co-host Joy on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. This is Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. I'm here with Catherine Solano Folks, who's the HR manager of Kirchhoff Automotive. Thank you for being here, Catherine. Thank you, Joy. It's my pleasure to be here. I'm excited, very excited. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Kirchhoff Automotive and the history. If you want to share the history of the company and just what you guys do before we get into more detail. Yes. So Kirchhoff Automotive, it's a family-owned, German-owned company. We've been around since 1785, based out of Germany. Here in the Lansing area, we have this facility open to going on eight years. We actually have over 27 plants worldwide. And here in Michigan, we have our Lansing facility. We also have a facility in Tecumseh, Michigan, which is about five times bigger than this one. And we also have our sales office based out of Troy, Michigan as well. Okay, wonderful. Can you tell us a little bit about what the company does, like what manufacturing specifically? Yeah, so we do the body in white of chases of vehicles, so you actually don't see the finished product and we assemble it. Here at this plant, we only do assembling, we don't do any stamping. So many of the parts that are provided to us are parts that are stamped over at some of our sister companies sent over here so we can assemble it 
and we provide those parts. Currently, we provide that to LGR, Lansing Grand River, and LDT, Lansing Delta Township. We actually do about 80% of the body in white for the Camaro Coupe and Convertible. Oh, wow. How exciting. So can you talk a little bit about what innovativeness is coming out of the manufacturing and where you're headed with some of these products? Yes. So things are quickly changing and quickly evolving. At the moment, as you may know, the Camaro line over at General Motors is slowing down or so they say might be stopping soon. And in order to replace that, we are going to be working with Nessar Chrysler and doing some of their cross-car beams as well. Awesome. Could you talk a little bit about your background and how long you've been with Kirchhoff? Yeah. So I've been with Kirchhoff coming on five years, been in my position as the HR manager for two years, just came up on that anniversary this April. And in human resources, I've been doing this for about eight, going on nine years. This is, however, my first manufacturing company. Previous to this, I was in the reverse mortgage sector. Wow. Yeah. Talk a little bit about being a female leader in manufacturing. How is that? I think today we're going to spend a lion's share of conversation on this. Well, I think it's great. Honestly, I think that female leaders in the manufacturing sector is needed. And I do think that there is a difference. And I think that now that we're able to, we should take on some of those leadership roles in the automotive sectors and continue to grow with, you know, this business is never ending. What kind of challenges have you been faced that may have been different from the industry you were in previously? Well, manufacturing doesn't stop. Every day is something different. And that is something that I love about manufacturing. What we do today necessarily may not be the same way that we do it next week or even tomorrow. And that's something that I love about manufacturing is that continuous improvement mindset. Yeah, awesome. So it's a nice, fast-paced environment. All right, wonderful. So what misconceptions do you think that women might have about working in manufacturing? Some things that they might think is, you know, it might be dirty or not, you know, it might not be something that it can work for us. The great thing about manufacturing is that there's different stages, different challenges. And I think there's something for everyone in the manufacturing sector that that may not necessarily right now think that there is. Now, is there anything you've done specifically to recruit women into the roles in manufacturing? Just letting them know that there is a space. I feel like when you see that this is an open place and that we welcome. So just sharing that, I was actually very proud because our plant here in Lansing had the first female plant manager since 1785. And since then, we've had two in this plant. And then there's been two other female plant manager at other Kirchhoff facilities. That's wonderful. So what do you think is most rewarding about your current role? I think just being able to lead the way and to show that it is possible being a female leader and that we can do it as female, you know, women, we handle a lot from the day to day at home and then bringing that here and being able to separate the two. And for us, you know, that's a great challenge. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Catherine, for your time today. I appreciate it. This is Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. 
Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. And today we have Kirchhoff Automotive with us, and we're going to speak with Lisa Swan, who is Quality Supervisor. Lisa, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Tell me what a Quality Supervisor does. Well, I have quality techs that like go out on the floor who gauge our parts, destruct our parts. They make quality alerts, oversee our sorts, just anything that has to do with quality. So I supervise them. We have five on days, two on second, and two on third. And have you had any issues being a woman in a male-dominated field overseeing men on the job? No, not with my quality techs. No, no, I think they all respect me. I don't treat them like my children, but I am a little bit older and we just get along pretty good. We have our issues, of course, but... What's your background? What brought you to manufacturing? You know, actually, I have worked in manufacturing since 1980. I started out at Lear Corporation in Elsie. They closed their doors in 2004. And then they actually paid for all my schooling to be able to do what I do. I used to be a quality engineer. And then it just moved into quality supervisor here. So I, I like to oversee everything. Yeah. I think when women look for jobs, they want to have a work-life, home-life, family balance. And I'm wondering if you could maybe share how you do that and how manufacturing's helped you to do that. So I'm salary, so I can work at home if I needed to, take stuff home, you know, if I have to leave a couple hours early. I communicate with my all three shifts texts by cell phone around the clock if they need something. It works pretty good for me. I am a grandmother, so I'm always going with my grandkids everywhere. We do rotate weekends, so that sort of sucks, but we do have to work weekends a lot. But I have two other specialists that work in the same department I do, and we can trade off and on if I need a weekend off or something. Being in manufacturing for so long, tell me how you've seen the roles for women change and evolve. I will tell you when I was in the 1980s, it was a lot different than it is now. Back then, I'm not saying they said shut up and go sit in a corner, but just go over there and do your paperwork, you know? So, and now, especially with our new management that we have here at Kirchhoff, I really do feel like I have a voice. I would say for a long time, it was Lisa, just go sit in the corner and do your work. But now I feel like people listen to me. Yes, I think it's changed the whole world is changing, but I think Kirchhoff as a whole is changing as well. So tell me about your culture. And if I'm a woman looking for a job in manufacturing, what I should look for in terms of culture so that they can ensure that they have a voice at the table. I think first and foremost is that they listen to you when you are in an interview or something. If they don't just cut you off and say like, oh, we're not going to talk about that. So they want to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. Just because you're seasoned, I'm wondering if you have advice for students and maybe young ladies that are the future, the talent pipeline, so to speak. What advice would you give them? 
Don't give up. You can do anything you want. You can be president of the United States of America if you wanted to. I believe that. <laughs> I tell my grandkids that all the time. My granddaughter, you can do anything you want. All you got to do is put your mind to it. And I believe it's true. I love that. I feel like I would really love for you to be my supervisor. You're pretty inspiring. <laughs> I don't know. My whip is pretty long. <laughs> Keep them people in line, you know. Okay. So what's the most rewarding part of your job? I do like the friendships that we have here. Yeah, we all come to work to work, but I do have a lot of friendships here. I've been here for eight years and we've all grown together. That's one thing that I like about working here. Lisa, it has been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. This has been Cindy Kangas on Basis of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to laughq.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. This is Joy Wagner with Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. I'm here with Cindy Disbro from Kirchhoff Automotive. Thank you for being here, Cindy. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your background and how long you've been at Kirchhoff and what you do there. I've been at Kirchhoff for eight years. Nice. I came in the beginning, been here since the start of it. Wonderful. And you're a team lead? Yes, I am. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about that role and what yeah. you do or how you got there? <laughs> everything. I got hired in as a team lead and a team lead does everything. A team lead does quality. A team lead does HR. A team lead does supervisor. A team lead does maintenance. A team lead does IT. A team lead does everything. Not all the time, but bits and pieces. Oh, wonderful. Everything. So what does your team look like? Like, what is it made up of people that you lead? Men and women. Yeah, they're on the line. Okay. What changes have you seen over the years since you've been there? I've seen since, like Lisa, I've worked in manufacturing since the 1980s. Back then, it was forever to get into manufacturing. If you got a manufacturing job, you were so blessed and so lucky. And now I see manufacturing as a lot of jobs. It's a lot easier nowadays for younger people to get into manufacturing than it was back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. A lot easier. It's kind of shocking, actually, to how it used to be back at that time. I started at Fisher Body in 1984 as a spot welder, doing the exact same thing we do here, except we did it by hand. We have all robotics do what I did in 1984 at Fisher Body. Same thing. So I've kind of made a complete circle. What challenges 
have you faced being a woman in manufacturing? What are things you were challenged by in the past? And is that different now? Back in my manufacturing, I worked in quite a few places. I was the first woman to operate a spray mill at Wyeth Arist. I had a lot of the older gentlemen told me a woman's never done it and you're not going to make it either. So I was only like 22 and that kind of pushed me. It was six months of hard training. It was huge. It was a huge system and a woman had never done it, a female, but I was the first one to complete it. And mainly because, mainly because I didn't like told I couldn't do it because I was a female that had a lot to do with it. But now it's not like that now. It's changed. It's better, especially here. I don't ever see any of that here at Kirchhoff. Wonderful. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the culture at Kirchhoff, what it's like working there. Well, we have a melting pot of people here, which is really good. I have made a lot of friends here. I've told my managers before, my plant manager, Missy Smith, and my current plant manager, Suzanne, that In all the 30 plus years I've been in it, I like the people here the best. I've worked with the best people here. That's the truth. I like working with the people here. We have a good group of people. And I told that to Missy Smith one time and she agreed with me. She thought so too. So I like that. It's nice to come to work and be happy with the people that Mm -hmm. you work with. Plus, I've had the best management team ever. I never knew who my plant manager was at other shops. Never, never knew what they looked like. That's not like that here. You know all the managers and we have a good management team here. And that's very rarely do you hear that when you're working in manufacturing that you have a good management team. It's usually the workers against management. That is not the case here. And I really, really like that. I think that's why I like it here so much. Wonderful. What's the most rewarding about your current role in your work? Working with the people that I work with getting to come in every day and see them. Yeah, but it's the truth. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, you spend a lot of time at work, so it's awesome to yes, be I, able to say that. Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah, awesome. What's the best advice that you could give to women working in manufacturing or future women coming into the workforce? Be prepared to be on your feet all day. This is not a sit-down job, but that's what I like about it. I don't think I could sit in the office all day. A lot of movement, which is good for you. You'll have certain challenges that come up every now and then with people. What I tell everyone, too, is you don't know what that person's going through in their life. Yes. And to always be patient because we all say, hey, how you doing? Great. Well, not everyone is. So always remember that. I think that's very important. If you want a job like mine, yeah, you got to be able to work with a lot of different types of people. But I haven't really had any problems. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Cindy, for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. This has been Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together.
This is Cindy Kangas on Basis of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. And I'm chatting with the team from Kirchhoff Automotive. And I actually have three members with me right now, Cindy, Lisa, and Catherine. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> Catherine, I want to start with you because we've been talking a little bit about numbers. We've been doing some math. And so I'm wondering if you can give me a breakdown of your team in terms of men and women and maybe a little bit about the demographics. Yes. So, as you know, we're located here in the Lansing area, close to the Capitol Airport. And here at our Lansing plant, we have a team of about 44% of our team members are female, which is great success to us. I think part of that is that we have, you know, female leadership. And normally, if you can see somebody who looks like you doing something that interests you, you're more than likely to pump yourself up to do that. So it's been really great with the leadership that we have, in particular, the female leadership. So can we talk a little bit about DEI? I tell this story all the time because it's my favorite HR story. When I came to meet you, Catherine, you answered a telephone call and you started speaking in another language. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And how it probably opens up quite a few doors for people to come into your workplace and feel welcome because English may not be their first language. Can you speak to that? Yes. So one of the things that attracted me when I walked into Kirchhoff Automotive Lansing on a Saturday for my interview was that it smelled like home for me. So I'm a first generation college graduate for my family. My father completed middle school and my mom completed high school back home in Dominican Republic. I came to live with my father's sister in Florida, and I lived without my mom and without my father so that I can have a better education. So English is actually my second language, and I never lost my roots as my family is back home. But when I walked in here, for me, it smelled like my home because my father has been welding since the age of eight or nine. So he's been a welder all his life. So coming in here, I could relate to our teams that are out in the floor from people that are out in the floor working as that's the background that I came from to now developing myself and being part of management, which was the aspiration that my parents had for me. So being able to relate to both teams has been a pleasure and for me has been a great understanding because I understand the challenges that they face on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. I want to talk a little bit about Rosie the Riveter, because I attended an event at your facility where all of the women were dressed as Rosie the Riveter, and it was a women in manufacturing event, and it was quite inspirational. I could feel just the family atmosphere. I could feel the passion that the women there had for their job, the pride that they had for their job. And actually, we kind of built our Rosie the Riveter event off of seeing your team dressed as Rosie the Riveter. So I'm wondering if you can kind of talk about carrying the torch, number one, for our four mothers that started way back in World War II, how you're carrying the torch for manufacturing now, and how your team kind of melds together. You kind of make this great workforce that's inspiring the next generation. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So definitely it's been a joy being here and being able to be part of that movement what inspired us to dress up as rosie the riverdale was a previous plant manager and how she was just so okay and so yeah you know first female plant manager since 1785 i'm like what you know that's something to celebrate 
you know, she's very shy. So we kind of just did it as an honor to her, not knowing that the following January, she was going to go back to the previous Kirchhoff plant where she worked at. And that was really our start. We wanted to give her, you know, that honoring while she was still here at our plant for being such a great leader, a female leader. Yeah. Lisa and Cindy, what do you think about the talent pipeline? You know, the, the young kids that are in school that maybe aren't being presented with manufacturing as a career choice. How do we share that message with the next generation? I know myself. I talk to my grandkids about it and I bring them to work with me. They've all been here and see what I do. So I'm hoping that my granddaughter does something amazing one day Right now, I'm like, yeah, okay, right, Madeline. But I feel that she'll get there. I just think bringing them into these atmospheres so that they can see, that helps a lot. Ladies, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I'm inspired, and I feel like I want to just go out and, you know, share the message. Be an influencer for the next generation just because you all are doing such great work. And clearly, you've been doing it right, and you've been doing it for quite some time. So thank you. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having us. This has been Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. Looking for office furniture on a budget? Stop by the office outlet at 516 North Larch in downtown Lansing and save. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. The office outlet has a huge selection of new and used office furniture from brand name manufacturers, all at discounted prices. Save 50 to 90% on used seating, desks, files, and more. The office outlet is your destination for office furniture on a budget. Visit us online at officeoutletyes.com. This is Joy Wagner with Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. I'm with my co-host, Cindy Kangas. Hi, Cindy. Hello. Hello. We've had an amazing opportunity to talk from some wonderful women leaders at Kirchhoff Automotive. And I wondered, Cindy, if you could start off by talking a little bit about what you learned about the company today and kind of wrapping that up and how amazing their history is. Yeah. So Kirchhoff is a member of the Capital Area Manufacturing Council, and I have been amazed by them since I've taken my first tour there. I think what's important is for us to stop and think how long ago the 1700s actually were. And for a company to be around since then, <laughs> that's longevity like no other. And they're not stopping. I think as we look at the auto industry and where it's going with electric vehicles and the different bodies and things that come along with that, as Catherine mentioned, it's ever changing. So to be able to adapt and change with the times is huge and they have that down to a science. I also really appreciate how they're making everyone feel at home there. I just mm -hmm. kept hearing over and over, this is my family, this is my home, and they're building a pretty amazing culture there that includes women in leadership positions, which is pretty cool. I wanna talk a little bit about cars, especially cars, and assembly of cars. I think a lot of times people will get in their vehicle at a dealership and they'll drive off the lot and they just think, okay, 
there's a factory where, you know, three little elves made my car for me, but they don't realize that there are multiple factories. You know, there are a lot of assembly plants, but there are tier one and tier two suppliers for the car that you're driving around. There are probably a thousand people that touched all the parts that went into making your vehicle. And so when you think about it like that, all of those humans behind a vehicle, it's actually pretty cool to sit down in a car and think, wow, this is really a work of art or this is a labor of love from so many people. And I'm really proud that I'm able to kind of drive this around and maybe someone from Kirchhoff will see that I'm driving this car and they help to build the body of it's a pretty cool thought. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I thought it was cool how she had mentioned that, you know, they have to ebb and flow with being creative as the cars change. Mm -hmm. Right. I think with the auto industry in general, anytime that you're supplying to them, it can be different because auto sales ebb and flow Mm -hmm. and there are always changes to lines and changes to technology. And so diversifying is key, not having one customer, but having multiple customers, as she said, it's huge. But then there's also downtime or so if one plant is down, then there's a ripple effect. All of these other plants are down too. So it's really interesting how they have to adapt their shifts and what they're doing. It's Mm -hmm. pretty amazing. Yeah. I realize it's a family owned business too. So for a family owned company to last that long, that's crazy. They don't usually make it through second generation. I mean, I I can't even count how many generations that would be. Like it's it's pretty amazing. I'm wondering about their advocacy for women in the industry. Like they seem to be doing it right. And I'm sure there's a lot of word of mouth and referrals that come in. How do you think people can post jobs so that they're attractive to women? How do you think people can maybe follow the lead of Kirchhoff and make the women feel at home? Because a lot of the ladies we interviewed today came from other places to Kirchhoff. And they said, this is where I felt like home. So what do you think? And then a couple of people there that have been there quite a long time, you know, eight years coming from other manufacturing. And I think they just feel like home. I think the culture, that inclusive culture, and definitely working for a family-owned business, I feel like it's family too. So I think if they must really have that connectivity. And I think having more female leaders, like attracting more female leaders through whatever connections that you have, probably it's who you know. I would probably say maybe more so than not, but once you kind of get those and that's going to attract more women into the organization when they see that, because they had mentioned the plant managers being female and that was the first time. So that's pretty remarkable. What do you think about the amount of jobs or the differences in jobs? Because I think a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to work in manufacturing. I'm just going to be standing on a line. And they don't even really understand that maybe there's assembly over in this section or there's welding in this section, or maybe there's shipping and receiving over in this section, or there's HR, or there's some sort of plant manager position. There's so many positions within manufacturing Mm -hmm. that I don't think people understand. How can we share that with people that it's not just one thing? It could be engineering. Yeah, I think career expos are a great way to get people in, do some like job shadowing opportunities for students, getting them in the door and seeing what's out there. Definitely marketing your employer brand, I think Mm -hmm. is really important as well to really showcase all of what is available because there is, there's accounting, there's engineering, there's IT, there's plenty of opportunities that's not just being on the assembly line, but the assembly line is just as important. And honestly, it's more probably technical than people mm-hmm. realize nowadays. Yeah, robot, it's, it's here to stay. 
Yeah. So, well, this has been Joy Wagner with Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network.